Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we help artists thrive spiritually, artistically, and in business from a kingdom perspective. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, my friend, welcome to another edition of The Thriving Christian Artist. I'm Matt Tommy, your host, and super excited to be with you here today. Got a brand new friend with me, a fellow Southern boy, I believe, uh, Don Hawker Hi. is is with me. Don, welcome, man. Glad you're here on the podcast. Thank you so much, Matt. Great to be with you. Yeah, you know, I grew up in Georgia uh, most of my life and, uh, and lived in Asheville, North Carolina for a lot of years, and so I always appreciate a good southern accent so yeah. it's good to have another southern boy on here for those folks that are just getting to know you uh tell us where you are in the world and and uh what you're doing right now and then we'll kind of get into a little bit of your backstory okay well um i live in a little small uh town called Lawrence in south carolina it's about uh, 30 minutes south of greenville and uh, uh i chuckle sometimes and you mentioned a good southern uh boy southern <laughs> act uh i was born in boston and I like to tell people that and just kind of leave that out there for a minute for them to think, well, wait a minute, why you sound like you're from the exactly. I was born in Boston, but did not live there long. My dad was in the military. We traveled all over the country. And uh, so uh, my uh, my ties to Boston are about uh, maybe six months. So yeah. uh, lived in lived in the South most of my life. So well, uh, that's why I've got the uh, the accent that I do. I love that. You know, I, when we got to Asheville, we had been married 13 years living in Atlanta and grew up in middle Georgia and all that. So when I got to Asheville uh, and I was an artist and, you know, had my gallery there and everything, people would always ask me, oh, are you from the mountains? And I said, no, I'm not from here, but I got here as quick as I could. And so maybe uh -huh. you, you could say the same thing as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been in um, probably came to South Carolina. My dad was still in the military uh, when I was you know, about first, second grade, and of course been here ever since. So. Yeah, 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 I love that. It, it's an easy place to get used to, good food, good people, and, and all of that. So It, it is, and uh, you know, living in a, a, a small town, as I've done practically my entire life, uh, you know, be it would be hard for me to live anywhere else, really. So Yeah, absolutely. So, Don, you're on the podcast today because you've got a, a brand new book out, a great devotional book for folks uh, helping to encourage them in the Lord and their walk with the Lord, but you've not always been a writer and that sort of thing. So how did this writing a book journey come about for you and, and what's life looked like for the last few years? Yeah, well, you know, and, and I, I kind of touch on this a little bit in the introduction of my book. Um, <clears throat> the Lord just kind of touched my heart to do some writing and, and I started off writing a book, uh, not a devotional book, but, uh, uh, kind of a um, a book about uh, my faith, and I really didn't get anywhere with it. I didn't really have have a good uh, uh, game plan, if you will, for it. So I just kind of laid it to the side, and um, and the Lord, you know, tapped me on the shoulder again a couple years later, and just kind of laid on my heart to to write a devotional book, and which uh, came uh, uh, not easy, but easier for me. And so uh, uh, I started writing. Uh, the devotional book, and uh, um, and you know there it is. I've written a second one, and that's uh, pretty close to getting uh, uh, getting published. And uh, something that I thought I'd never do. Uh, and uh, but uh, that's that's where it's uh, come about. And, uh, yeah. I also mentioned in my book that uh, uh, I was saved back in February of 2011, and uh, uh, 
and and you know before then you know i've always been a part of the church active in the church but you know i just i, I wasn't really there and yeah. uh, i realized that uh, i need to do more and have have jesus in my heart a lot more than i had so yeah uh, so. yeah you know it's, it's so easy i think and talking about growing up in the south i think it's it's easy for a lot of us to relate to the idea of being a cultural christian but not really you know yeah. letting jesus have full control of of sure. our life and that sort of thing. What changed for you, you know, having been in the church, grown up in the church, been involved in that sort of thing, and now coming to know Jesus really as, as Lord and Savior was, was devotional time and journaling and that sort of thing. Was that something new for you that started, or you know, coming after that in, in 2011? Right. Well, um, I started, um, um, in 2010, started attending a, a, a men's Bible group on Tuesday. It was a kind of a lunch type uh, yeah. group. My wife and I attended a, a couple's uh, Bible study. And uh, that was just kind of God was just kind of preparing me for uh, the uh, the journey. And then back in February 2011, uh, I was I was going through some uh, decision making concerning my life and career and that sort of thing. And and just realized that uh, you know I just couldn't do it by myself. I was trying to. Yeah. Uh, you know I didn't I didn't want anybody to have that steering wheel. I wanted to have you know full mm-hmm. grip on that steering wheel, and just realized that uh, I just needed to turn over to God. And uh, uh, so that's what happened in February 2011. Um, and uh, we'll we can certainly get to uh, the title of of the book and how we arrived at that. But uh, and uh, uh, so that 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 was it for me. And uh, I just turned everything over to God and just let Him um, let Him take control. And uh, and it, things turned out for me. Yeah, yeah. So what what did you do professionally all these years? And and because I'm sure you know, for a lot of people, writing a book, especially in the phase of life that you find yourself in, that that's probably something you were not thinking, like you said, you know, about yeah. a lot before. So what what has your life been up until this point? Well, I, suffice it to say, right now I've been in the legal profession, and uh, we'll 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 leave it at that. Uh, I can explain later, uh, but I've uh, been in legal profession, and uh, um, and but you know I, I was not, uh, um, uh, you know I was what I considered uh, written a devotional in my second book. I was an almost Christian, mm. uh, and uh, uh, again, you know, I grew up in the church, raised my kids in the church, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, checked every box that I thought needed to be checked and, uh, and just came to the realization that, you know, there, there's more to it yeah, than, uh, yeah. than that. So. so having written a lot of books myself, I understand, you know, it's kind of like birthing a child, right? Or as close as uh-huh. we come to it as, as guys. So where did the, the idea for the name and, and all of that and the content within the book uh, kind of arise from? Uh, when I started uh, having a daily uh, devotional time, um, kind of around the, the 2010, first of 2011 timeframe. Um, and as I explained in my book, um, both my kids are already out of home and, uh, my wife was still working at the time. And, uh, so after she, uh, um, she left the house and got everything cleaned up for breakfast, then I'd start my, uh, my, uh, quiet time. And Lucy, my beloved, our beloved, uh, dachshund of many years, uh, I'd pick her up and carry her into my study, and she'd sit in the chair with me, and she would have <laughs> uh, have quiet time with uh, with me. And after a few times of doing that, one morning I just walked past where she had a little bed where she was at, didn't pick her up, didn't say anything, and she knew exactly 
what I was going to do. So she gets up out of her bed, follows me down the hallway into the study. And from then on, you know, every day uh, up until uh, her uh, her passing, uh, she was uh, with me every day. And then the day that I got saved, uh, I mean, she was there right with me and, and, you know, watched me on my hands and knees and just crying out to the Lord. And uh, wow. so big, big part of my big part of my life, my wife's life, uh, certainly big part of my uh, my faith journey every single morning. So uh, just me, Lucy and the Lord. And that's how I got the title. I've had people say, wait a minute now. My wife's name is Gail. Yeah. And they say, wait a minute, who's Lucy and where's Gail? You know, where's and, this book going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Lucy, big, big part of it all. Big I love it. it. I love it. Yeah. You know, Don, there are so many uh, great devotionals out there on the market and everything. And uh, so many great books. I mean, every time I write a book, I'm like, do we need another book? And that's sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So for you, you know, as, as you're writing this and as you're looking at all the other, you know, devotional books that are, that are out there, what do you think really makes this book stand apart uh, yeah. from others and, and why people would want to grab it? Okay. Uh, two things. One, it is uh, simply written. Uh, that's been the primary, uh, commentary commentary from people who have read the book that they find it to be very simply written uh i put a disclaimer in 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 the introduction of the book that uh you know i'm not a um expert theologian nor am i a bible scholar i just i love reading the lord and uh, the word and uh um and and trying to uh explain what the particular passage means so it's very simply written and secondly it has a lot of humor in it and I think I think humor, laughter is very, very important yeah. in, a, in a Christian's uh, a walk. And I'll just tell you this real quick story. My daughter-in-law has a uh, has an uncle um, who is uh, um, a, a preacher, um, Baptist preacher, very fundamental in his beliefs, which I'm not being critical at all. Um, and uh, she got him a copy of my book and he read it. And then he, he told her, he said, you know, uh, I've read a lot of scripture over the years, but I've, I've never, you know, read scripture with an uh, element of humor uh, in it. And uh, so I, I have a lot of humor in uh, um, in, in the book. And it, well, let me add a third comment. I talk a lot about my family. You know, yeah. My family is extremely important to me. Um, and so I talk a lot about my, my wife and my, my children. And uh, so that, you know, if, if that causes it to stand out, then, then that it would be the reason why. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it, you know it's always interesting to me how the Lord will use our kids or or our spouse to to teach us those lessons that maybe we resist sometimes when we're right there yeah. with our, our family. We can see it and, and yeah. feel it in a lot lot closer way, can't we? Yeah, and I think people when you when you talk about your family um, and how that would relate to a particular passage of scripture, uh, I think they can relate to it uh, maybe a little bit better, and uh, so. Again, simply written, a vast majority of the people said, you know, that's what I like about this devotional book. It's just simply written. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, I couldn't write it any other way. I mean, I have to be simple. Don't expect Hawker writing something that is above your, you know, your head uh, or your understanding, because that's that's not going to happen. I love that's it. Not- I love it. You know, Don, there are a lot of folks that are, are listening, artists, writers, musicians. We all kind of are you know, have projects on our heart and that sort of thing. And uh, I heard somebody one time say, call them UFOs, you know, unfinished objects for those of us that are visual artists, but yeah, these, these yeah. unfinished projects, 
what would you say to somebody that maybe is sitting there with a book idea or, you know, an idea maybe for a devotional, their life story or, or an encouragement book, and they're just it's sitting there. They know they need to get started, but it's just they cannot get around to it. What, what helps you to really kind of step in and, and get it done? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> they need to realize they can't do it by themselves. And, uh, um, you know, that's why, you know, believers, we have the, uh, uh, we have the power of the Holy Spirit and you just yeah. need to, you know, you just need to call on that help. And, uh, um, and, and I think that was very, very important to me. Uh, when I started this book and even writing the second one uh, uh, is just calling on the power of the Holy Spirit because you can hit a, you, it's, it's very easy to hit a brick wall either yeah. from starting or in the middle or towards the end that, that brick wall is easy to, uh, to hit and just yeah. need to rely on, rely on that on God's power. And uh, uh, that, that would be really the, uh, um, uh, the one suggestion I would have. And also too, you know, talk with, uh, talk with people, other believers, um, uh, and, and get their, get their ideas. And, uh, you know, we can't, you know, we, we live in a faith community. We can't do all this by ourselves. And so I, I rely a lot on, uh, my friends, um, who, uh, who are believers. I've got a lot of friends who are not believers, but, yeah. uh, just rely on that community of, of, of faith. And, uh, that's another suggestion I would have if someone's kind of struggling on, you know, getting something started. Yeah. I know a lot of artists and creatives in general kind of try to wait till inspiration hits till they feel really inspired as opposed to yeah. just getting in there to do the work. Are you more of an inspiration person or are you more in there? I'm going to get in and start writing and the inspiration is going to come as, I, as I'm as i writing. How, how do you work typically? Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I start digging in and, and, uh, uh, and then that uh, inspiration uh, yeah. comes. You know, if I, if I sit around waiting for that inspiration, you know, um, you know, I may not be too successful. So I That's like to right. go ahead and dig in and, um, you know, uh, mess up, but keep, keep going with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the things I've, I've tried to learn over the years with all the creative aspects of my life. If you'll just jump in and get to work, that's when the flow yeah. that kind of like initiates the flow of the Holy spirit, yeah. if you will, as, as opposed to, um, you know, just kind of waiting on it to, to hit you. Sometimes it does, but, but more often yeah. than not, it's us getting in there. And it's kind of like that verse that says, you know, in his heart, a man plans his way, but the Lord orders his steps. It's like we yeah. get to initiate the process and God's there ordering and leading as, as we yeah. go. So, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you know, it's just, uh, uh, I've always just been amazed of how God, you know, is, is planning all of our lives. I mean, it's, I liken it, I may have mentioned this in the in the first book, maybe the second. I can't remember, but you know, I kind of liken it to a uh, to a chessboard, and each person has their own chessboard, and and God is moving each day, each hour, each minute, you know, moving those little pieces around and just planning out our day and uh, and, and directing our steps uh, in in whatever we're doing, and that's just uh, uh, just amazes me the 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 awesome power that that God has is just. Uh, yeah. It amazes me every day. I'm just, I'm always in awe of, of that. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Don, I'm always in awe of anybody that says yes to the Lord and steps out in the thing that, that God's put on their heart to do. Thank you for writing this book. Guys, I hope you'll grab the book. Uh, Don, is you're with Highbridge Books, which is a great uh, yeah. publisher. and Great people. Uh, great people. great yeah. folks. I was just on Darren's uh, podcast not long ago and uh, just yeah. the world of, of all they're doing, but 
Um, we'll put the link for the book inside uh, the podcast show notes, right. or if you're watching on YouTube, you can grab it there um, as well. And uh, when do you think the other book is going to be out? Do you have a, a well, release date on that? Well, and the, uh, the title of that book is uh, Still Me, Lucy, and the Lord. And, uh, um, and it's basically the same format. And uh, we're in the final editing uh, right. stage of it. And in uh, and, and Highbridge, I can't say enough about uh, Darren and, and uh, Sarah and those folks. They've just been wonderful to me. I'm uh, challenged when it comes to technology. And, uh, um, and we've had to kind of utilize a little technology in the, in the uh, writing and editing and publishing process. And they've been very patient. So, uh, yeah. but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful by, uh, you know, another month, month and a half that it will be, uh, uh, be out if everything goes if everything goes as planned. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm for. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Don, it's a, it's a pleasure to get to know you a little more, my friend. And uh, thanks again for, for sharing your story and guys go to the, the website where the link is grab the book and watch for the other one as it comes out as well. And um, Don, just pray all the best for you as you continue to pursue everything God's got for you. So thanks so much. Thank you. Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, just wanted to say thanks for being with me on the podcast today. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss anything here on the podcast, as well as leave us a review and let us know how much this podcast means to you. Until next time, my friend, I love you. And remember, you were created to thrive. Bye.